Oh shit. Ah, man, no. You're doing so good. Earn, earn, you gotta suck a little harder there. <laughs> suck a little bit harder. I didn't know this was a Catholic podcast. <laughs> no. oh, Born and raised. In Jesus' name. And also with you. All right. Welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a podcast where people that kind of know what the hell's going on sit and talk about alcohols. Or at least who pretend to know what the hell's going on. <laughs> well, we're learning as we go. <laughs> or bring people in that not pretending. know a little bit more. I've been know? faking, but you couldn't tell because I'm good. You're good at it? <laughs> Just <laughs> like my ex-girlfriend. Well, oh, neighbor, oh, well, well, <laughs> well, 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 neighbors, neighbors, this is Knox speaking with me as always, except for one time. Uh, it's Big Earn. Say hi, Big Earn. Hi, Big Earn. Back by popular demand. Back by the podcast pants. It's podcast good to see you. are on today. And it's good to see all of you. Mr. Chelsea, it's good Not to see you too. Anybody. You look tall today. Thanks. I feel good. You feel tall and slender. And Chef, how you doing, buddy? Um, I love cheese more than I love most people. <laughs> and that is how I will introduce myself today. So always got to be something different every week. Well, it's true, though, this week. Did Green Bay win? They did. Okay. Narrowly. They almost Gross. got eight, eight up by them Redskins. That would have been bad. Yeah, it would have been... Almost as bad as us losing last week. Decidedly terrible, yes. I just I saw, you know how the Packers fans were the cheese heads? Mm-hmm. I have not noticed this before because the Buffalo Bills are never on TV. But theirs is shaped like a buffalo wing. And that's, no, it's not. And that's fucking stupid. That is stupid. Yep. <laughs> yep, I saw it today on TV. Fuck you, Bills fans. You can't believe everything you see on Pornhub, Chris. <laughs> uh, bullshit. They're not actually you know, stepdaughter and stepdad. That's also incorrect. I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Right. Chris Larson, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Travis Gilbertson, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, buddy. All right. Jade. Jade's with us again. Hi, Hello. Jade. Hello. Hi. Hey, hi. Uh, how are you? I'm doing great. How's everybody doing this week? <laughs> it looks like everybody's freaking cold. Yeah. We're all bundled it's up. Travis has his there. normal yeah. stylish hat on. Jade's like over in a parka and a hat. And... <laughs> well, it, well it, we are in a dungeon and it yes. is December. It is. It is. I had to turn the heaters on down here a little bit. So other than that, what else has been going on? Anything fun? Exciting? I almost drove a car off the road today. That's exciting. By trying was it your car? By, I was trying to storm? dump seeds in my hand. And Masturbation. I did, I, <laughs> and, I, and I started... I, that's actually really funny. That's actually my, <laughs> my favorite euphemism is feeding the geese. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. but uh, nice. No, I was like dumping this bag of seeds in my hand, and I, I looked at my rear view, and I didn't realize that I was I was next to a truck. It was like just this blind spot. I could tell I was drifting. Like, ah, I'll... No one's there. And then there was a horn, and I fucking really feel terrible because I'm really hard on bad drivers, and mm-hmm. I became what I hate most today. Well, you Sober. done learned your lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of seeds were they? They were dill. Oh, okay. Just, nice. Dill pickles. Was dill pickles. Sunflower it? seeds. <laughs> no, nope, just just dill seeds. Well, yeah, the dill flavored. The, oh, they were sunflower. Sunflower seeds. Yeah. I thought just seeds to grow dill. Those are yeah. my. Those are my. <laughs> I, do. I I take it out of my little my uh, what ingredient pantry thing and I <laughs> drive you, around, around I just, uh, looking for a plot to plant. So, well, sometimes yep. I just throw <laughs> them out the window and be like, I'll be around here again sometime. Like, there's fucking fresh dill over there. Fuck Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Travis Dillseed. All right. <laughs> oh. Please don't let that catch on. <laughs> Well, uh, let's just discuss what today's episode's all about then, shall we? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to do a, a part A and part B session. 
First part is going to be, we're going to talk about um, good ways to do your own home bar system. What what uh, alcohols you should have, what um, uh, uh, glasses you should have, accoutrements like spoons and strainers and mixers, all that jazz. Equipment. Equipment. Yes. Well, yeah, because... So I, <clears throat> I thought of it because we're... <clears throat> We're actually doing bourbon drinks today, right? So uh, when I was thinking about making bourbon drinks, there's just a lot of stuff, and it's really daunting to me, and it scares the crap out of me because there's so many different things that you can purchase, you know, like with bitters and with, mm-hmm. you know, mixing equipment and things like that, that generally I just go, ah, fuck it, I'm not drinking an old-fashioned today. I'll just drink it straight because I don't know what else to buy to do the drinks right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh... A little side note, uh, Knox and I were uh, kind of pre-podcast um, uh, partying sampling, you know, because we like to make sure we know what we're doing here. So uh, On Friday, that is. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, I got a bottle of uh, Bullet bourbon. Mm. And oh, yeah. <laughs> it is not bourbon. <laughs> 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 I suppose next you're going to tell I, me Richard Bourbon didn't invent bourbon. Look it up. <laughs> what was it? Refer, Ni- refer to some past episodes. Travis was with Richard, us when we discussed the Richard Bullier Bourbon. Bullet. He was trying to make. He was trying to make uh, toffee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but uh, he was a poor scientist, with a hell of a bourbon maker. <laughs> Bravo to you, Mr. Richard Bourbon. It's true. <laughs> AKA Whiskey Dick. Whiskey Real Dick. American heroes. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. So uh we had uh some bullet on the rocks and uh I don't know, it's it's really not my thing. Well, it's, it's okay. Wrong. What? Right? But then Knox made a old fashioned and damn those went down. Yeah, Smooth. you were I was like six or seven and then I'm like oh, geez. years old. It's like Thursday night. Yeah, bourbon. Damn. Yeah, it'll kick your ass. It does. Yep. And then Anywho. you went and saw a metal show, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday went to a metal show. Well, yeah, Friday went to the metal show. So that was Thursday night. Right. Friday I went to the uh, the Drum Conrath one. So Radio Free Fridays. But anyways, getting back to the cocktail style of bar stuff we should have. Has anybody got any... Uh... Well, I guess uh, I kind of worked a little bit with Chris on coming up with the drinks for today. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the reasons that I wanted to choose these is because they're all drinks that you can make with just a few ingredients and you don't need a whole bunch of extra stuff. Um, so when you go to the, because bitters is in the, a couple yeah. of these drinks, right? Yep. We, uh, there's like 13 million different bitters when you go into a liquor store or you see them on a bar. Do you need all of them? No, you definitely do not need all of them. Um, I understand completely what you mean. It's It's very daunting to see, you know, celery bitters and pineapple bitters and then you get all these boutique bitters with different names uh, i have one at home called burlesque and it's like you look at that and you're like what the hell what the is that even so what do you put in that yeah or that i in? mean dollars that one's kind of a, um, a bunch of different <laughs> spices and, and, but you have to read the back to figure out what it actually is you know yeah mm-hmm. but, like angostino bitters are the are the the King of them all. Right? Yeah, the Angostura is what oh, we're going to be yep. using today, and that's kind of the go-to. It, you can take off from there if you choose, but that's just the main aromatic bitters. It's got a bunch of different botanicals in it, but it's just pretty straight ahead, and it doesn't impart a whole bunch of weird flavors to your cocktail. Um, it's just the typical traditional bitters. 
So that yeah, so we're gonna use aromatic and then you brought orange bitters as well. So like yeah. when you're setting up your own home bar to make drinks, you can really just get away with having like one or something that that's adds how a little I started flavor out to them. Just one, and you can make well most of the cocktails that we're gonna be making here today just have that bitters in it. So okay, <laughs> right on. And then uh, so when you are setting up your own home bar, um, I know you can get those little sets, right? It comes with a shaker and it comes with like a wine key and stuff. Is that good? place to start or would you not that's where that i started yeah shakers the one suggestion that i would have is to make sure that you do get tin shakers a lot of times people do uh they'll get like a half a tin and then they'll use a glass you'll see some people do that in the bars yeah and it's really easy to break that glass and that's just terrible if you got a great cocktail in that shaker and all of a sudden it's full of broken glass yeah. Um, yeah i have a tin uh, Shen and I got a tin shaker upstairs, too, for when we would do our <coughs> various beverages. Yeah, and they have these nice ones here that have, like, tops on them that have basically a built-in strainer. Mm-hmm. So you shake it with a little top on it, and you pull a little top off, and you can just strain into your drink with that. It makes it so you don't need to buy the extra straining spoon or the straining, you know, slotted spoon or anything like that. We even have one that uh, has uh, twists and different recipes how to make things. Yeah, those are it. really helpful. Yeah, you know, that's what we have. It's uh, It's been helpful on many occasions, for sure. Yeah, you don't need to pull out a cocktail book or grab your phone. You just go off of that. And, you know, I mean, you, those ones that don't call for bitters, bitters is a nice way to just kind of augment or change up those cocktails and add a little something special to it. What else would you suggest, then, uh, starting out your own bar or uh, home bar? by the way we're not for accessories <laughs> if you're going to be using whiskey um a pitcher to stir with um usually you're going to not want to shake a whiskey drink unless it has fresh juice in it okay um the reason is is you can actually do what's called bruise the whiskey and that kind of changes the flavor of it by introducing oxygen into it but so, what if it asked for it there are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, make sure there's a safe word. Can you word. choke a whiskey? <laughs> yeah. Can you choke a whiskey? Fresh fruit, fresh fruit. I can choke you with a whiskey. <laughs> yeah, some of the things I like in, in my own place is um, I also like to get vermouth because the wife likes to have um, some some vodka drinks when we used to have them. Um, and it's come in handy on a couple episodes here. Uh, one of them being the hot drinks episode, right? We did with Andrea. Use some uh, sweet vermouth with that. Uh, um, maybe. Or, or regular. <laughs> or I, I actually I like the uh, regular vermouth better for my martinis. Yep, dry. Yep. It's not a bad thing to have on hand because a lot of cooking recipes actually call mm-hmm. for it. So. Yep, I've yeah. used it in a uh, like an Alfredo sauce. Exactly. Yep. 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 So yeah, that's something that you could have that it, you, is, and bitters is that too. You know, you can use that in some cooking recipes as well, but. It's one of those things where if you can find a dual purpose for it, then you don't feel like you're having to spend a bunch of money on a bunch of stuff you're not going to use. I'd rather spend money on bar stuff than <laughs> pretty much anything else. So. <laughs> now, when you said pitcher, you mean not? It doesn't look like a pitcher of beer. It looks like a, a, a one that you have is just a, a big, large mug without the handle, and you got a very large metal, cool-looking spoon in there to stir shit with, right? Yes. So, yeah, it's just a bar spoon and a mixing pitcher. Um, 
You can buy them at most liquor stores in town that are kind of the higher end, like Happy Harry's, Bottle Bar, and Bernie's, and probably $15, I think, is all you'd have to pay for that. That's cool. Oh, wow. And then, of course, you got to do the uh, the ounce measurements, right? You gotta so you got to jiggers. Is that what they're called? Jiggers, yes. Okay. So, so there's two sides. I always wondered what the other side was. So, yeah, one well, side. Well, different sizes. Yeah, too. one side is one ounce, and one side is 1.75 ounces. 1.75, huh? So... Knox doesn't use that side. I've seen ones that are one and a half and two and a half. Like well. yeah, yeah. They, they do have different measurements, but in particular, that's what these two that I have are. Right on. Anything well, else? He's got like an orange. He's got. Oh, yeah. There's all sorts of goodies on the table today. Yeah, we'll get to uh, the orange and some of that stuff when it comes to garnishes is. Maybe not necessary, but cocktails should be fun. And uh, you, you know, most anything that you're going to consume for through your mouth, you look at first, and so if it's visually appealing, you get a little more excited about drinking it. Are you implying another <laughs> method to drink this thing? <laughs> Are we is this, chugging is, is this a <laughs> is this a boofable drink? <laughs> nice. Just much like food, you know. I mean, presentation counts too. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Outside of that, I don't think that, you know, I just kind of, yeah, you got a question, Knox? Yeah, what's, I, what's uh, he has an arm. I think that uh, so one of the things we should talk about as well is, like, what are some of the best base alcohols do have at your own home bar? Beef eaters. Well, I'd say everything. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's so funny about beef eaters? It's just Nothing. not good. It, yeah. What I'm, great, I'm talking about, would you, like, do I, a gym or jack well, for maybe. your whiskey? I and, would say, you know, if you're going to just start getting into it, um, just don't go overboard and, and find a good liquor store that you can get good information from, you mm -hmm. know, that they'll often give you recommendations. Um, stick to a price point, you know. You can get a good bottle of whiskey for $25 and you can make some great cocktails with it. Yes, sir. Or you can listen to a podcast that uh, talks about what they think and describe how things taste. Oh, you mean like this one? Kind You're of so your own yeah. oh. based oh. off of that. I was like, which one are you talking about? Because <laughs> I know one that doesn't do any of that stuff. But as far as like <laughs> what you could have on hand that you could make a lot of different drinks with, I would say a bottle of bourbon, American whiskey, mm -hmm. um, a bottle of vodka, a bottle of tequila, usually a silver tequila, because that's yep. what you're going to be making most cocktails with. And then a bottle of rum. And you can pretty much go anywhere from there. Um, gin, if mm -hmm. you, you do like the botanical drinks. Um, Black Sambuca. Then, <laughs> but then as far as Keep mixers, I know. <laughs> we talked about having vermouth on hand, too, for some drinks, right? So we're doing sweet, and there's a dry one. Um, do you make a lot of drinks with sweet vermouth compared to dry vermouth? Or it just... Yeah, yeah. They're not say. interchangeable. Uh, the sweet vermouth is usually going to be for a whiskey drink. Um, typically, the Manhattan that we're going to actually do in our list of cocktails that we're doing here today. Okay. All right. Well, all right. We'll should uh, we drink. Let's take a quick it. break and we'll uh, get our recipes going here, and we'll be right back. Bum 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 bourbons bum.
right, welcome back, guys. Um, we got uh, go. our first beverage uh, about to be made up. Um, but I wanted to hit up on on a couple things about uh, the home bar stuff. I actually found the website artofmanliness.com on their articles on how to stock a home bar. And one thing that we touched on slightly but didn't quite get into is like the mixers. Like what you, what you have all those alcohols, what are you going to mix with them? And this website says you should have club soda, tonic water, cola, Sprite or 7 up, ginger ale, orange juice, cranberry juice, tomato juice, pineapple juice, and of course the Angostura bitters. And it also says for for garnishes which are almost as important as the actual alcohol you're using sometimes in your recipes. Um, cocktail olives. Uh, it says onions, but I don't. I'm not a big fan of cocktail onions. Uh, horseradishes or uh, horseradish. Uh, I, I assume that'd be to mix uh, maybe some really good Bloody Marys. Limes, lemons, Tabasco so- sauce, salt, pepper, sugar, and ice. Would you guys all agree with that? Yeah, most definitely the lemons and limes. Fresh fruit is pretty key. You can get away with. You know, you can make your own sour mix. That's actually what we'll be doing today with the whiskey sour. Nice. So it seems to me when you start planning on setting up your own home bar, you got to set aside some room, it sounds like. I mean, yeah. well, like a good I area. Mean, pantry you don't always or, have to have all of the things, I don't think. Well, obviously, mean, but, the you know, fresh fruit and stuff you should get as needed, but, you know. Well, I mean. I'm not going to buy a, a 375 of rum. I'm going to get probably. Usually it's cheaper to go to like one seven five or something like that. Yep. Yep. Do any of these alcohols go bad? None. <laughs> Not really. None of them. No. Uh, vermouth you would want to keep in a in a fridge and it will go bad eventually because it's a wine based. But most thing, things but, can just yeah. sit out. Yeah. Um, because I did have I was I always wondered this so. If you have a bottle of wine, you're not supposed to store them sitting upright, right? Because the cork can dry out, so you lay it down. Yes. But these this whiskey here in front of us, uh, one of the bourbons that we might take a shot of just to sample it, this Eagle Rare, um, has a cork in it too, but you don't store that sideways, do you? No, and the reason being is the whiskey isn't going to get oxidized like a wine would get. Um, the whiskey after the distillation process and everything like that, the only thing you have to worry about is evaporation, and that's going to happen really, really slow. Okay. So. Ooh, random weird question to see if anybody that in here knows. Question, I, I, I had, my brother texted me, he goes, what makes whiskey turn black? And I said, dye? Sun, <laughs> like, sunlight, I'm I don't guessing. Know. Yeah, I've never. He literally, okay, so yeah, he texted me, he goes, I had just poured a drink, and then the next day he woke up and the bottle was black. Wow. What kind so of do you have an it? answer? Oh, or? He said, nope, I was just wondering. So if anybody knows, I have no they idea. should email us. But yeah, he said I had some, and like a week later, it was black af. Maybe he's got cataracts huh. or something. Did so he right like leave it in a window black. or something? Yeah, what kind of whiskey was it? That too. I uh, I asked him. He never said what whiskey. Turns was black it. whiskey. If it was something You're that. Not giving us enough information. Oh uh, yeah, it turns black had, whiskey. I heard of them. I can't help Maybe you. if it had like caramel color added to it, and it wasn't like a the color didn't come from a barrel and was actual like an artificial coloring or something like if that. If there's iron in the water, the bourbon will turn black. It but says this on was in complex.com. But, but this was in the right, bottle. This was in the bottle. But I'm sure once it got some oxygen in there, yeah, it reacted with be. the iron in the water and turned it black. So it was a weird batch. Maybe. 
Could have been some craft whiskey made from some little small distillery or something. And, and they maybe sucked. They didn't know what they were doing? Yeah, know. he hasn't just said just, just like here that tastes like band aids. Nope, it's not like that at all. Band aids uh. stuck on me. There we go. So, all right, should we uh, should we should we have one of these old fashions? Taste some band aids. Sure, we can uh, talk about it first. So the old fashioned is. Oh yeah, so everything we're doing today is bourbon drinks again. Yeah. So American yes. whiskey, sixty percent corn and the whatnots. The old-fashioned is probably, arguably, one of the oldest cocktail recipes. Um, and basically, it's just a simple recipe. You can use it for more than just bourbon, but it started out as a whiskey cocktail. People often now will make a gin old-fashioned or a tequila old-fashioned or a rum old-fashioned, just swapping out the spirit. Right. So <clears throat> all you'll need really is Angostura bitters, the bourbon, uh, and then a bar spoon of simple syrup, um, Simple syrup, you can also substitute that for a sugar cube. If you don't have the simple syrup, you could just use a sugar cube and a teaspoon of water. It's going to do about the same thing. So you put it all together in the pitcher, and you're going to stir it with ice to dilute it. And then we'll strain it into a glass with some ice. And then we'll give it a little tiny orange twist garnish, but that's not necessary. Right on. So why uh, the name Old Fashioned work? Okay, well, why don't I find that out? In the meantime, I do want to say that I actually made the simple syrup we are using today. Um, I used uh, real uh, organic cane sugar and with some distilled water um, and boiled that up and made the simple syrup. Did you make American or European simple syrup? We're there is a difference, correct? No oh, I'm not sure about that. It's one to one in America. It's two to one in Europe. Is what I, I did one to one. I did one to one. Yep. Okay. okay, so a little sweeter in America, probably. I, I guess so. Which two makes part, two sense. Parts water, one part sugar, or oh no, we're even in America. In Europe, it's a two one sugar. So no, it's actually sweeter okay. in Europe. Huh. Who the heck actually has sugar cubes anymore? My grandmother. <laughs> like, honestly, they're all dead. <laughs> okay. So, it wasn't until 1880 that the Chicago Tribune printed and defined it as an old-fashioned cocktail. The name was inspired by the many drinkers who refused to change with the times and ordered their drinks the old-fashioned way. A brown spirit, sugar, water, and bitters. Yep. So and that's that... from thirstynest.com with a history of old-fashioned. Yeah, to expand on that a little bit more, um, in prohibition days the whiskey got really really bad it was a uh, gut rot whiskey that was very it was just a bunch of people trying to make whiskey that yeah. sucked at it right so it was very in- well and it was young because people weren't aging it they were just trying to crank it out the people that were doing it white um, lightning yeah and it was very hard <laughs> to stomach and so they started and instead of doing the cocktail recipe the way we're doing it they started to muddle fruit into it to make it a little bit more palatable and then there were people that didn't want that version of it when the whiskey started to get better, and they'd say, "No, give it to me the old-fashioned way." Yep. And so that's how the name nice. came. And the and the bitters are supposed to settle the stomach. It was an old-fashioned cure for that. I knew that for as a little piece of history. Yep. Little, uh, what was it? That's a good hangover cure too. Soda water and bitters. Bitters clean you up real quick. So is it, so is Duffy's. Beetle Duffy's, Beetle Duffy's, Beetle, Beetle Duffy's. Duffy's. It'll clear that hangover right up. Yeah. <laughs> now, the best thing for a hangover is drunk. I noticed uh, we're garnishing it with a little cherry. 
And then yes. also you're doing something with, so you got orange peel in there. We're not actually using an orange. We're not muddling, right? No, that's kind of just a twist. This is a style that kind of plays on both the old fashioned and then the new, new old, old fashioned. fashioned. I guess. <laughs> I'd like to request so, that for the duration of this episode, he just sits there and twists up some orange because it's a delight sitting it right smells next to him. So <laughs> good. It smells wonderful. But, so, Thank you then, so much, Chris. So now usually, or. Uh, when I first started drinking these, anyway, it, it had drinks muddled in it, right? Uh, yeah. So when you're muddling, is there uh, an issue with over-muddling, under-muddling? So that's where you crush up the stuff, right? I muddling would say kids. you want to make sure that... Uh, you want to make sure that you get... Especially if you're muddling a cherry, you want to get it kind of broken up as much as you possibly can so that you're not drinking big chunks of cherry down the road. Um, and if you're muddling an orange peel, the thing is, is you want to release, uh, you want to release the, um, aromatics of the orange race, um, kind of release the essences of the oils. There we go. And that's kind of what I'm doing also when I twist it up and then I push it around the rim. Uh, that kind of gives you a little bit of a orange aroma of the cocktail. Kind of enhances. Okay. Yep. And that's when you rim the glass with the peel, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, right away. He that, said in a fancier way, though. Yep. That orange oil from the rind and, and that cherry really gives off a wonderful smell. Doesn't smell boozy at all. Yeah, man. All I smell is orange right away. I just smelt my pop filter. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Cheers. All right. It smells uh, so good. Yes. Like, can I put this in... On my pillow so I could just sleep on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I wanted a candle, but, you know, that works too. Well, if you if you could pass out and throw up on your pillow after drinking a bunch of these, you can Aww. smell it. <laughs> oh, that's kind of why. Don't mind I if I do. I like this drink because because of the aroma. You know, I it's simple. The bitters and the uh, you know, if you do use the orange peel, the bitters and the orange peel add a nice aroma to it. But it still tastes like whiskey. It's not, oh yeah yeah. You know, it's, it's a spirit forward cocktail that really pays pays attention to the spirit ingredient. You know. Yeah, I like. I I do like a good old fashioned. Mm -hmm. And I don't think this one's too spicy either. No, it's not too spicy. It's not too sweet. It's very smooth. And we're using Buffalo Trace um, bourbon today in all of our whiskey drinks that we're having. It's so smooth. Yep. Mm. I dig it. It coats your mouth real good, too. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah, it's a great, great spirit for making cocktails with because it has some nice bourbon flavors of, you know, the cherry and the vanilla and the caramel, you know, in different amounts. But then... Uh, it's not super high proof, so the drinks aren't going to be incredibly hot, and it's v very reasonably priced. Usually, you can find it for like twenty-five dollars at most liquor stores. Oh, really? Yeah, it ain't bad at all. I was actually having a some just a on forty-five percent, um, and it's actually pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah. So this is yeah, uh, Buffalo Trace Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Single Barrel Select. Yeah, I re yeah, I like old fashions. I like the sweetness that that you get from the from the other added ingredients. I'm also a horror for these ch these cherries. I had to bring them up. Yep, these cherries are great. Yeah, what kind of cherries? I actually put a cherry in my mouth. The cherry chewed it up and then took a drink, and it was it was incredible. Ooh. Doing that right now, you like muddling in your mouth. Yep, 
Yeah, you got or chewing. Definitely, I guess you could call it. It, it helps the you know the finish of the drink too, um, especially for people like that maybe aren't used to drinking straight whiskey. Kind of helps cut the the sweetness helps cut the alcohol cut the Ooh. cut the booziness that the burn. So these are actually Luxardo cherries, and they are relatively expensive. But there are some other options now coming into the market that you could purchase. Maraschino. Um, I would. That's Those the one great. thing that I would try and stay away Gross. from is the yeah. like bright neon red. Yeah, ones that are artificially dyed. And, Maraschinos yeah. and buck cherry. Fucking terrible buck cherry. So, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Well, Cra- these are actually called crazy. They are maraschino is a style of cherry. It's actually yeah, a, like a breed of the cherry, but because yeah. um, um, natural those cherry breeders. Generally, I hate <laughs> maraschino cherries, and I think everybody knows what you're talking about when you talk about the the chocolate covered cherries with the little cream filling. Yeah, that. Fucking hot garbage that everybody likes. Ish. Yeah, I hate those maraschino cherries. And yeah, are they, they are. They look neon. Yeah, red they look neon. Red. They're very uh, just. They're just overly sweet. And yeah. these are more of a dark. But these cherry. are great. Yeah. All right. That is the right. fanciest ashtray I've ever seen. <laughs> right. It's a juicer. It's a juicer. juicer. I don't know. I love. I love this. I should be rated on a scale of oh, one to five. And talk about how good. I'm excited for numbers. Yes, I'll go first. So um, is Knox, I guess. I easily, uh, I, I love these old fashions. I've loved them since I've had my first one. So I'm going to give this one a five out of five. Whoa. You would. You, you I mean, ball tugger. You live here. <laughs> uh, I live here, yeah. I'm giving it a 4.5 because I uh, strongly agree with you there. This I would rather drink one of these than like straight. Yep. I, yeah. The, uh, old fashions always a go-to if I'm not drinking something straight. Um I think it's wonderful. So I it's always one of my go-to drinks, so I it's a 4.5 for me. I just I just love the simplicity of it cuz I I just love bourbon in my mouth and sometimes I like it a little different. <laughs> I've heard that about you. Thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I'm not very shy. Chris, what do you say? Uh, this is one of my go-tos. I typically find that this is one of the easiest cocktails to make. Doesn't require a whole lot of ingredients. I'd give it a five for sure. Okay, so you know. we are rating this out of five. So yes. This is, yep. Okay. Yeah, I so think everybody you know, is aware. It's it, it's a great beginner cocktail too because you can really, you know, feel like you're elevating the spirit and not putting a whole lot of effort into it. And the best thing about this, you can get as crafty as fuck as you want to. Like you normally, people use maraschino cherries. You bought the Luxardo. Well, cherries. they are maraschino cherries. Yeah, Luxardo is a brand. He wasn't down here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Up getting the juice yeah, we were talking about that the when you were gone. Ash. And okay, the, sorry. The, yeah. the bright no, red. no problem. I missed that part. Thanks for coming, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the juicer. I'm so so he doesn't know about all the other shit we said about him when he was gone. Right. I guess I you'll find, find out, out when you edit this out. episode. For the record, uh, uh, chocolate covered cherries are fucking great, though, right? The dark, yeah. Like I mean, the dark cut, like the dark chocolate covered. I, but uh, not the, with those bright red ones. Well, I don't, I don't take them apart before I eat them. But oh, like, you don't deconstruct it? Yeah. What are you? D- you know what's in it. You know. <laughs> you don't have to oh, crack it open and find out. There's a fucking 
split one open on the goddamn if, box. Oh god, <laughs> angry. If I if I if I Always. get back to like like the podcast. Yeah. How much oh, is thanks. that jar of, of cherries? That particular jar of cherries is $20. about seventeen ninety nine. Oh, price is right, I lose. Bum, yes. bum, bum, bum. Um. <laughs> but, uh, what's the? How many ounces are in it? So our listeners know. Oh, ounces. Uh, approximately. Approximately. How many cherries? Guess how many? Four hundred grams. Fourteen point one ounces. Guess how many cherries it's are like in a our small bottle? Small jelly jar. Guess yeah. how many cherries I can that fit in my mouth? Much. Yeah. Um. You can buy some other options, but I would just recommend looking for something that's like a black cherry, kind of a darker yeah. colored cherry, and the syrup is yeah. an actual syrup. It's not like just a liquid a thin with liquid. sugar in it. Yeah. 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 That was a delicious cherry. Gilby, what, what do you got for a score on this one? I, I'm not sure because I frequent blackouts. I think this is my first old-fashioned that I've had. <laughs> and Probably. Because you usually drink it today, right out of the shot I, glass. I, 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 uh, whiskey in a glass, maybe an ice cube, and a glass of water. Mm. You know, the only reason I drink <laughs> water is because... Uh, Gotta stay hydrated. It's a, it's a chaser, and you're supposed <laughs> to drink water. Well, so it's my, it's my chaser. But anyway, uh, as in prior episodes, I have a hard time in good... Having not experimented with this kind of beverage a lot, I can't give it a five because I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, but three is for me really good, but I would say this is at least a four, four point five, because it's really good for my first one. It can't be the top, you know. There's there's someone with a, you know. You sure there's somebody better than than Chris? Oh, for sure, <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. You could find a half a dozen downtown. Right there in front of you. I mean, if we're mm-hmm. not, you know, I, I love the guys. Okay, yeah, five. It's a five. <laughs> you don't have no go with your no, guy. No, no. I, I was, I know, oh, I was, I was joking. Okay. I don't, I don't love him that much, My but emotions. I would say four point five. <laughs> Give it a okay. four point five. Jade, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say four point five as well. Basically, for the same reason, it's that I don't drink them enough. I'm sure that's somewhere. a spirit. Somewhere there's a bar, as I've said previously mm. in other episodes, I don't, I don't, I'm chasing that bar always. This is damn good. I agree with you. I'll tell you off air. I just want to say I love that her notes are a, just a pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> is it inverted? It, of course it's inverted. Yeah. I just can't wait to see how this episode progresses. Where this picture is going, it's gonna well, be great. We'll, we'll find out. But um, there will be cats. So four point five. <laughs> Jake? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, four point five. Awesome, Chef. You're the last one. Am I rating his drink or am I rating the cocktail as the co- uh, like the cocktail? I would like, say just like, the cocktail in I general. Mean, if you've only had this drink, if you've ne- if you've I never had the, an old fashioned before, like Travis says, he has to rate this drink. Uh, I rate. I'm not rating Chris's uh, ability. Today I'm I'm rating old fashioned. So I love old fashioned. Okay. Yes. By the oh, way, the way you it. killed it though. It was, was wow. a great yeah, drink. Yeah, nice fucking job, dude. It For- was delicious. The first sip kind of gave that me like goosebumps because I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I haven't been drinking today. I haven't <laughs> like my palate woke up when I took a sip of that, and the first drink kind of gave me a. Whew. Uh, after that though, it was it was warm. It was smooth. It was flavorful. Excellent. So now we're so two. score chef, 
Four and a half. Four and a half. Just because old fashions are my go-to when I want to test a bartender at a new mix, like a new place with a mixologist. Like, oh, yeah. let's let me let me have it. And I like that it's a good baseboard. You can jump off of off from an old fashioned and make an adaptation, but I don't like when people di- dick with it too much. Like four more components. Right. But your yours was great, Chris. It's a four and a half. I will take an old fashioned everywhere, every day. Yeah, your basic old fashions. You know, four ingredients: bourbon, simple syrup, maraschino cherry, and bitters, yeah, and, and orange peel. If you want, yeah, you don't have to have those. But I really, never have I an mean, oranges, so I usually carry my if orange you're bitters. Swap it out and use different liqueurs. You might use different garnishes, um, but typically the recipe is just spirit, your sugar, um, your bitters, and then water to dilute it. And mm-hmm. that's was basically stirring it with ice. So. Yeah. So what do we got for uh, for a score there, big guy? Averages out to a four point six four. That's got to be one of our highest out of five. rated fucking so, yeah. They're uh, just great. Alcohol episodes. They're just great. Chris, uh, what is our next drink, Mister Larson, sir? Well, like Kevin was saying, the old fashioned is something that you can kind of take into different directions, and one of the directions that the drink has been taken into is something called uh, Manhattan, which uh, basically. In addition to the bitters and the bourbon, um, you're adding a sweet vermouth, which is a wine-based liqueur. Um, okay. Oh, that's what you added that looked like uh, baby's blood. Yeah, it's it's a typically a red, deep red color. Versus a normal human adult's blood? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It, okay. it's, it's, it's this is smaller. the veal of liquor, baby. It's the... <laughs> okay, Speaking so this, of info, this, ne- yeah. this next one is a Manhattan, you know? Yeah. So, what's, like the, I said, what's the recipe breakdown, if you don't mind me? Two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of sweet vermouth, and two dashes of bitters. Yeah, and we're Ooh. using the Angostura bitters for this one. So this is going to be a little bit more of a dry cocktail, because um, there's a little bit more alcohol in it than the other one mm-hmm. uh, with the sweet vermouth. And we did not add sugar, so it's not going to have that extra sweetness. And that's because you used the sweet vermouth, right? Yeah, and tip even though it does say sweet vermouth, you really can't think of it as a sweet ingredient. It's just not as dry as dry vermouth. Okay. So Get that sweet ice ASMR. It's still uh, like a another aromatic or a aperitif type thing where it's going to dry out the drink a little bit. Okay. I don't know why I have to watch you stir. <laughs> it's it's that oddly satisfying thing. It's like staring at fire. I'm just like, oh, look at it swirl. <laughs> Sparkly. So the reason that you stir in the pitcher with ice is, again, you don't want to bruise the whiskey and introduce a whole bunch of extra oxygen that you would with your shaking. Um, and then you're also diluting it and chilling the drink at the same time. We're learning so much today. I know. This is a good episode. This is a good I, episode. I actually am learning a lot just hanging out, sitting here, listening to him talk. Hmm. Sorry if I'm quiet today, guys. I'm enticed by everything he's doing over here. No, I think everybody's fine with you not talking. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus. All right. Whoa. So, the shade uh, Chris, I know I I'm a dick every time. we've only been on two episodes Two episodes together. together. Now, yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. No shit. Yeah, here I, we are. Well, I wasn't going to pussyfoot my way into knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, origin start, start with a quote. from Wikipedia. I just wanted to give a little brief origin and history. Um, popular history suggests 
that the drink originated at the Manhattan Club in New York City in the mid-1870s, where it was invented by Dr. Ian Marshall for a banquet hosted by Jenny Jerome, uh, Lady Randolph Churchill, mother of Winston Churchill, in honor of presidential candidate Samuel J. Tilden. The success of the banquet made the drink fashionable, later prompting several people to request the drink by referring to the name of the club where it originated, the Manhattan Cocktail. However, Lady Randolph was in France at the time and pregnant, so the story is likely a fiction. <laughs> However, there are prior references to various similar cocktail recipes called Manhattan and served in the Manhattan area. By one account, it was invented in the 1860s by a bartender named Blake at a bar on Broadway near Houston Street. So yeah, like most cocktails, there's questionable nature right. of, of its origin story. Mm -hmm. I like how you start going over it. They're like, or not that. Yeah, he was <laughs> chomping at the bit to chop that one down. Yep. Now the original Manhattan cocktail was a mix of American whiskey, Italian vermouth, and Angostura bitters. During Prohibition, Canadian whiskey was primarily used because it was available. There you go. And in the modern craft cocktail uh, revolution. It is typically a rye or Canadian whiskey that they use for it, um, mainly because rye will add a nice little spicy note that bourbon doesn't have. Yep. But since this was a bourbon episode, I thought we'd stick to bourbon. So I'm watching you as you're doing this this twist of orange peel, and you're not only twisting it in, you are also rimming the glass. Yeah, so that takes the when you twist it, you're releasing the oils from the orange peel. Mm -hmm. And then just rubbing them around the glass, and that kind of gives it that aromatic burst. Again, cheers to Manhattan, yes. gentlemen. And cheers. Lady. And lady. And lady. Very orangey in the nose, again. But I do I do get that uh, some sweet vermouth aromatics off there as well. Uh, but I do recognize the bourbon for sure. That's very aromatic. I'm really glad nobody was looking at me. My eye did a real hardcore twitch. You said that. <laughs> it's really, I don't know if I'm getting this just by myself, but this comes off as incredibly sweet to me. Yeah. Like syrupy sweet. Well, I don't know if it's And it that. burns a little bit at the same time. A little bit. It's like a sweet burn. It's certainly drier, like you had mentioned. You get that yeah. bourbon dryness or something comes through a lot. And with the I, rye, I smell it'd be a lot even more, more prominent. I smell a lot more orange in this one than I did on the the old fashioned that was more cherry, mm -hmm. but certainly, you know, it's cause we only put orange in this one. Um, <clears throat> but I like this one as well. Uh, I don't know if I like this as much as an old fashioned, um, because it's, uh, I don't know, a little sweet and it's dry. Got that, which is it's got weird. that vermouth funk on it. Yeah. So what do you guys think about this drink? I think I'm, it's I'm, nice and round. Mm -hmm. Burn. I, uh, um, it's enjoyable. I don't think I like it as much as the old fashioned, it's got a little bit more burn to it. Uh, probably shouldn't like chug it. It's probably more of a sipper, as probably most bourbon drinks are. But both of them, yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I agree with Chris. It's, it's Chris just dabbed. Yeah, he's done. So this is over ice, but not with ice type thing. Um, this one you don't usually do over ice. This one you typically stir would sir, um, okay. stir it with the ice and actually serve it in a chilled glass so that oh, sure. as you oh, okay. sip it, it See. doesn't warm up as much. Is nice. there a preferred glass for this, Chris? A coupe glass. Um, you like can a, also like put a it DeVille? in a rocks. Yeah, like, yep, it's got exactly. the back end on it. Um, or you could do it in a rocks <laughs> glass if you don't have fancy glassware. And we don't have fancy glassware here. We have basic. 
basic stuff. And we're also making smaller drinks because we're trying to be a little bit more responsible. Yeah, yeah, because I got to walk across the street. (laughs) I Ubered here, so I'm going to Uber home. Uber, Uber everywhere. Perfect, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> that's the beginning right. of the rap career. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here and say I kind of like the roundness of it. Um, I did not know, Chris, that if you didn't keep vermouth in the fridge, it goes bad. So now I have two bottles of vermouth to toss out. Oxidizes, baby. Yeah. It, so that's why I was tripping when I was drinking this stuff. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Um, and, and but I do like the roundness of it. Like like Chef said, it's just it's. It's different. It's got some funkified uh, stuff it to coop. it, but I think uh, I'm liking it. But I'm still. I'm only going to give this one a four point five. You just went. Are, we're going. We're going what? clockwise what? Uh, instead of counterclockwise. Yeah, he just he's just starting. He Nobody else was just I'm just right starting in. numbers. If you four point five, you, you you almost made it sound like a three the way you described it, Ernie. It's still a good bourbon drink. Though. Yes. What you got? Oh. <laughs> I'm uh, giving it a 3.5. I like it. It's better than average. Um, it's a good sipper, but I still like the old-fashioned a little better Chris, so what far. Chris, what did he write on there? Be honest. He wrote 3.5. Okay. Chris, well, he doesn't put decimal points, so he wrote 3.5, but the 5 the is five smaller. The 5 is smaller, like it, uh, up near to the, the top. fifth Subtext. power. Oh, that's very <laughs> imperial of you. Does <laughs> right, so Chris. anyway, I'm going to go... Uh, yeah, so... Not my favorite bourbon drink in, uh, is a Manhattan. Um, I, I've had a few, not a bunch of them, but they're always kind of, uh, uh, yeah, they're always a little drier, and I always wish I would have went with an old fashioned. So uh, this one I give a three five on the drink. Mr. Um, Larson, I'm gonna weigh in with a four on it. You know, it's it's a solid cocktail, but again, I probably prefer the old fashioned. There's a reason that it's a one of the most popular cocktail recipes out there. Gilby, what do you got, buddy? Um, I think I share the same sentiment. It's it's pretty sweet. Uh, again, being like new to these these kind of drinks, but uh, I would say three point five or a four. I'll say th- I'll say three point five. Okay, you doing over there, Ernie? Kind of looked up there, <laughs> dissenting. It sounds like a three point seven. Now, is that what you're giving it? Or are you quoting? Can I else do three point seven five? No, you no, can't. No, you can't. No. Not not yet. No. Okay. Your calculator doesn't that work that told. well. <laughs> yeah, all right. 3.5. All right, Jade, what do you got? Hun? Um, so based on, I'm going with, as opposed to a straight shot, which of these would I prefer? I'm going to call this a 3.5. The other one was, the, the old-fashioned really got me. Um, this one is a little bit more... Uh, it's drier. It's. It seems to me like less of a cocktail and more of a. Let's not take a straight shot of this. Kind <laughs> of. So kind of way of making it taste five. different. Okay. Yeah. I felt like I almost wanted ice in it, so maybe the chilled glass would have, or even just throw some ice in it. Maybe would have nope. been a little better. No, well, chilled glass. No, that's kind of what I was feeling. Like some, like just something a little opened up, just a little bit more, and maybe cool it down. I don't know. So. Chef, what are Anyways. your thoughts? What are your numbers? It's also a 3.5 for me because the old-fashioned is probably going to be the best one of the day. I don't want to go in with that bias, but I've had that bias before I came into the episode. And But it was going to be a 3. I gave it the half point because I've never really had a Manhattan. I thought it was good, and if I saw somebody boasting like this place puts out this exceptional 
Manhattan that they do their own way, I would actually order it, and I would never have done that before this episode. Nice. Three and a half. Super duper. Good call. I, super you're right. I duper. Never to try to before you give it. out the average nope. average number there, and I do got to say one thing. I've had a lot of uh, Manhattans, um, and some of my favorite ones have been with the rye whiskey, and they've been smoked. Smoked Manhattans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I believe Twist does... Smoked. You're talking Smoky Bears? Twist does, uh, True Blue Social yeah. Club, and yep. Crave. Yep, True Blue does one. Um, they have like a little oh, cedar plant yep. that they smoke. Do they really? God yep. damn it, I was just there for brunch today. Where? Oh, Twist? The, the, or did you say Deep Blue? True, True Blue. Blue. True, yeah. Blue. Yeah. True Blue. I, I went Social to True Club. Blue uh, for brunch today. <laughs> Had mimosas, just reminiscing, you know? <laughs> <sighs> well, and nice. the nice thing, they actually do something that's really cool and I wish would take off more in town, and they pre-batch their Manhattans. And that's kind of the nice thing about some of these whiskey cocktails is you can pre-batch the recipe and make a big bunch of it Mm -hmm. and keep it chilled. And that's what they do. And they have little vessels that they fill with this Manhattan. And then then the flavors flavors mix more and kind of condition on each other better. A little bit too, but I mean, they're they're not going to be harmed over time sitting in that bottle. so. So if you made some... You just put it in a to-go cup and put it in the fridge, <laughs> or like, sure, or preferably a, glass yeah, container, a glass yeah. container of yeah. some sort, um, bottle. Uh, like I have a bottle at home that I use that has a swing top on it, and I just swing top. Oh, like a girl, like the, the yeah. Hinge, Your New right. Zealand guy brought over okay. some two of those. I still have them, by the way. Yeah, oh I'll yeah, just, I'll take those then. Use a funnel <laughs> and batch up a drink into it. You know, do you have to get it super full? So you don't have an issue, or no, doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Uh, are you going to? And then you just keep it in the put fridge. The orange peel in it as it sits to let that marinate, or you, you could. To... You certainly. I'd be could. worried about too much pith in there though, because the pith is going to make it really bitter. It as could fog. get bitter too. Yeah. yeah, that would piss. So just me do off. the. Just do the... <laughs> so that, so what the, what the uh, listeners may not know is that pith is the white shit inside the orange peel, white or lemon sh- peel, or lime peel. Yeah. So like, you just you just mix up the, the actual liquids and put it in jar, like put it in the fridge. I would want to put yeah. a, like a couple just to let that orange kind of soak into it. But you you could depending on how long you'd want it to be there. Yeah. Now yeah. Chris did a really good job with his peeler. He didn't get hardly any pith at all. So you might be able to use some of these types of peels. But if you're just taking a fucking like peel, we're no. We're gonna need another orange soon. No. Nope. We're not eating the whole orange <laughs> at this point. It's just the peels. All right, Ernie. What was the uh, final score? The uh, average. The average for the Manhattan is three point seven one. So All right. Down, not too shabby. Done a bit. All right. The, so then we're gonna take a break and then come back and do whiskey sours and uh, another bourbon drink. Well, I guess Chris will. It's a, it. it's a winter whiskey cider. All right. I'm excited. It's a winter whiskey Wayne Dango. It's a whiskey Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, Wonderland's way better. Yeah. Yikes. All right, welcome back. Um, we're on a part two of our drinks part of this episode. Yay, yay, the yay. whole episode. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And uh, You're the, one the first who's not paying attention. The first one coming up is a whiskey sour. Uh, Chris, how did you make this one? 
So the key, in my opinion, to a great whiskey sour is fresh lemon juice. It's essential. You're so all welcome. This has two ounces of bourbon, uh, three quarters ounce of lemon juice, three quarters ounce of simple syrup, and a half an egg white per drink. So it's best to make two at a time because then you can use the whole egg white. Right. <laughs> or just make a really <laughs> tall one. Yeah, yeah, you could. The egg white is, that's actually exactly what it does. It adds a froth layer to the top of it. Um, we're going to do a little fun procedure that's a little different when we're doing the shaking of this one. We do what's first called a dry shake, and that means you add the ingredients. I know what a shaker. dry shake is. It's uh, if you're not showering. But <laughs> <laughs> So you take the uh, ingredients into the shaker with no ice, um, and then you shake it up, and that's going to froth up the egg white um, and kind of create a separation between the egg white layer and the layer of mixed alcohol that you just created. Um, so yeah, and then we'll shake it again with ice to chill it. And then I like to serve it with just a couple of drops of bitters on top of it. gives a little aromatic boost to it and a little bit of depth to it without getting all the way into the whiskey sour just kind of sits on the top nice well, super duper dry shake it up asmr to the bone baby oh this it looks pulpy oh that's egg whites <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you that, feel that about moment that moment of self-actualization right there just two shakes how do you so yeah as you let it sit you can see that the, a little foam layer starts to build on the top from the egg whites it's, it's like almost like a beer head kind of is this bit. like a whiskey nog it's a thick ass boy oh, yeah, it's so, no boy. it's a it's a whiskey sour i got specimens in mine Oh, there's eggs in whiskey sours? Yes! yes. Egg white. Well, well, real whiskey sour. Yeah, this thing is mm. not see-through. It smells good. That's the bitters. Like, I don't know what. I don't know what it smells like, but it's good. It, well, it says it, optionally it's a, a dash of egg white. Yeah. Optional. You can, okay. I, I do generally like to use the egg white, but what, you don't have to. With the egg white, it is, is sometimes called a Boston sour. Oh, yeah. What is that? And then it there's is... another take on it called a New York Sour, where instead of the bitters on top, you would put red wine. Red wine. Yep. 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 Interesting. Do you do you ever have those? Are you? Like... I have. If I have an open bottle of red wine at home. You know. mm. All right. What do you got, guys? Those don't survive. This I is never ten... have an open bottle of red wine. I have. That's empty got a bottles. lot of flavor to it. <laughs> red wine. It is. Yeah. Tan... It, it's tannic, right? Am I the only person that's getting that? That's the bitters you put on top. Yeah, right? the bitters on top gives you a little bit of that tannicness too. Okay. And that's even more so. Like if you were to to do a New York sour with wine on top, that's what you get. It would be a lot more tannic and dry. Oof. So that's the yeah. Mm. Like tastes like. Bubblegum ice cream also. What? Maybe. You're nuts. Where the hell did you get that? Uh, where did we find him? <laughs> oh, he was just, he was, he was like passing out at the stagger. end of the block. So I just picked I was him digging up. through oh, the garbage. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> I was digging through the garbage. This hat, chair. I was I wearing, wearing my raccoon uh, hat to shuffle through some garbage. Right. <laughs> there's, a, there's a raccoon in the garbage. <laughs> no, nope. nah, honey, it's just some dude. <laughs> oh, it's just a bourbon enthusiast. A traditional garnish is a half an orange slice and a maraschino cherry. Gross. But yeah. unless it's these maraschino cherries, those are, yeah, I guess those Yeah, I know it's a lot but of stuff. If it you, is a lot of stuff. Could you explain to the layman tannic? Uh, oh, who wants to cover that, Chris? What grape 
It's like the 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 skin of the grape. Okay. Um, produces kind of like a, a bitterish dry, dryness. Dry, it really dries like all them. Have you have you eaten a grape before? Oh, that's a really good comparison. Have Holy I eaten shit. a grape before? Right. But I'm named after a grape. Have you like Travis? Travis Gilbert. Travis is the name of a grape. My shit's too but, quick for you people. But no, when you like just the skin of the grape, have you had just the skin? How like it's dry Who and stuff like that. Who the fuck does that though? No, nothing. What? Oh. You've never peeled a grape? Barbarian. Yeah, but I didn't eat the fucking skin, you <laughs> maniac. Yeah, eat the skin first. What oh. the fuck? Well, that's the most common like way you can describe, you know, tannin. It's just basically like, what is that word that describes the way that things are tasting? Taste. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I believe <laughs> I was it was taste. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> like earthy, earthy. <laughs> Are you talking about umami? Terroir? Terroir. That's a I was just really say specific that. term. Anyway, it, it's dry, bitter, like the skin of a grape, you jack. Uh, how about I just look up the definition of tannin? I'm trying? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Anyway, that's so funny. So far, I think this is probably my least favorite. Really? I yeah, like this better than the Manhattan. I, um, I, I It's uh, punchier um, to it. The other one was just kind of sweet and then was dry. This one has dryness to it, too, but really, I don't know. It, the punch it, of the lemon juice. Yeah. That, uh, lemon it juice chokes me you. a little bit. I like it. Outside of grapes, also walnuts. You know how ca- they kind of have that, like, yeah. it's bitter, but it's muted. I'm trying to find an actual definition that tannins are something. naturally Choked. occurring. Tannins are naturally occurring compounds that exist inside grapes, skins, seeds, and stems. The scientific word for these compounds is polyphenols. Polyphenols release from the skins, seeds, and stems when they soak in the grape juice just after the grapes have been pressed, and are what give certain wines, such as Cabernet Sauvignon, their characteristic dryness or astringency. There. Fancy words for try and bitter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we said that. Yes. So that 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 comes from vinepair.com, by the way. Anybody else have any ideas on this? No, no, nobody. I do appreciate the thickness of it, though. It's weird, but I like it. I like the fresh lemon juice for sure. It it goes with that bourbon really well. I'm just not too sure about. Having egg white in a bar at a for a drink, I just don't. I can't imagine any bar having eggs on hand or whatever. But I mean, if this was without it, I don't know. It might. Uh, I don't know. But I not in Jamestown. We I'm almost should have so. mixed up oh, where, another where Fargo. That's where we are. Another right, batch without the egg, just to see. Well, no, we wanted so... to do. We, we wanted to do the to... the best variants. Uh, and cre- well, you know, and I this just is. I like to do this one because the the egg white adds a little texture to an otherwise yeah. kind of head. one note, mm-hmm. one note thing. Well, mm. that's kind of what you know. It, it brings thickness and yeah, texture, and, body to it. Yeah. I like I like this better than the Manhattan because of that stuff. Uh, also, just what bitter did you float on top of that foam? On just the, the same the, the Angostura. Angostura. Yeah, and you got an eyedropper full of that. Okay. Yeah, I, I prefer to use the eyedropper because I've had incidents where uh, you try and do a dash and you end up doing 
Many dashes. A glug. <laughs> yeah. Many dashes. Many dashes. <laughs> Mrs. Dash. And you already have your alcohol in the bottom of the. <laughs> yep. No, I got you. Receptacle. And... Yep. Ah, crap. Because you always put alcohol in first. Or is that? I thing? usually do. Yeah. That's bad. So, uh, as a person who doesn't really know, when they say egg whites, some people would be like, "Hey, don't you need to cook egg? Can't you get some sort of disease from uncooked poultry?" Salmonella. But the egg white is okay. Yeah, the egg white is not going to hurt but you. But it's and touched. Most of the time the, when you get a little bit of the egg yolk in it by accident. How do you, I mean. It's not going to kill you either. Listen, <laughs> Rocky Balboa trained by eating raw yeah. eggs. Yes. And he so beat out almost everyone. They're now. just lying to us. Just it's make fine. sure if you're using fine. farm fresh eggs, okay. just wash them first. Yes. Some people might yeah. want to know that. There you go. Yeah, that's a big thing. But the most. You're not cooking it. The most important thing when handling raw egg yolks is to be clean and sterile before you. You handle them and be clean and sterile right after you handle them. That's right. Keep That's them, it. Keep them that fingers just, away from them butts, boys. You're not spreading any bacteria to anywhere. You're not. And you know what you sterilize things with? Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Bring yes. it to full circle. Okay, Anyways, let's still throw some numbers on this AK-47. one then. AK 47. What? Nope. I don't want to do it first. You've been starting. All right, I'll start. I got shit stuck in my uh, feet. I'm going to get this one. Gross. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not Yuck. sterile. Nah, not sterile. This is touching me. I'm going to go uh, 3 5 on this one. Oh, okay. Although I appreciated the notes, I've only had probably three whiskey sours, and this is my first one with egg yolk. So I just based off the drink Why? itself, I mean, the fucking ingredients were great, but just off the, the drink itself, I just don't know if I can. Well, maybe a four. And I, just out of curiosity, Give me four. You gotta... most people, has anyone. Everyone had a whiskey sour before. So, yeah. No, I have not one? had anything like. I, okay. I thought a whiskey sour would be like whiskey and sweet and sour, sour or, or whatever. That. Sweet and yeah. sour. Sweet and sour. Oh my yes. god! Well, no. <laughs> no, I know not sweet and sour, but uh, sour. Yeah, sour, sour, triple yeah. sec, right? Like bar, not sour. triple sec, no, but bar sour, sour is yeah. basically not triple sec. Garbage. Do you have yeah. any sweet and sour upstairs by any chance? I mean, Dude. we could try it. I so I've had it. No. I've had it multiple times, uh, just that way. You know, out of a gun. Yeah. At, at a bar where they just have the sour right on the. On the yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's and fine. Then, and it's a fine. Uh, That's what I. I I've I've had it. You know, I've tried it a few times at different places, but I've never drank a bunch of them. You know. Uh, because they're the, they're what they, that is. They're out of a gun or whatever. But this is the first time I've had one with. You know, the Real fr- stuff. fresh lemon juice and with the mm-hmm. bitters on it and the egg in it. Um, and I, yeah, this is far superior to it out of a gun. Well, I mean, the gun is just a totally different thing. And it's kind of a, you know, maybe you're going to yeah. drink it out of a plastic cup. I'm going to re- call it exactly. a cop-out. Exactly. Yeah. Sour out of a gun yeah. is a yeah. cop-out. Yeah. You're, you're, you're trying to mask the flavor of the whiskey that you're probably putting in there, you know, in those kinds of circumstances. And you're trying to... Consume as much as you possibly can, as easily as you possibly Fucking can. A, right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, there's there's a time and a place for that. But yeah. if you oh, want to yeah. actually respect the good bottle of bourbon that we have to work with here today, yes. then you use fresh the, juice. And, you you got to respect the trace. Yeah. Okay, so to, just to go back a moment, because you said three point five. I'm say four. <laughs> wow. I'm the first number. Right. What do you mean you gotta go back over and delete stuff? Out? Do we need to call him back up? Got it, <laughs> Ernie? What do you got? Back up. I gave it a 2.5. I guess I don't like sour beers and I don't like sour bourbon drinks. That's fair. 
It's a bit, it's a bit whiny. Boo, boo, but hey, fair. You like what you like. Fair boo. I I put this one in between the old fashioned and the Manhattan. So uh, four. Oh, that's why you were flipping back. Fucking my notes. Right, bro. You're welcome. Uh, I myself will give this a a four. It's not again the old fashioned is just such a great recipe, and it's usually what my go to is. You know, the old fashioned at a. Oh yeah. It's probably the ultimate. Yeah, you can move that microphone closer to you. you yeah, you, you can, can kick that. back and relax. You don't I could have do that. To, yeah. When you get this close, it sounds that good. Ooh, Ooh that was good ASMR. Ryan's go, just go gonna ahead. put that. Chris, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think a four. I, you know, it, it's a little bit more effort, especially with the egg white. Um, mm-hmm. But it's easy and it's tasty, and you can do different variations on it. Like you said, you could garnish it with the f- slice of fruit and the cherry mm-hmm. if you want. You get the whole fruit salad thing going on there, or like a fruit cup. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> Stop it, because this already made me hungry. I, it, weirdly. Well, he's anyway. talking about a different fruit cup. Hey. Mm. The uh, Ben Revere fruit cup. The, yeah. That's go, what I assumed. Yeah. Gilby, go ahead. What do you what What do you got for numbers on this? On I this do have a trip? question. Like. What is the serving size generally? Is is this like in a martini glass, or what am I looking at here? What did, like generally, you're gonna get that either in a rocks glass or in a, another coupe glass, where it's kind of like an up glass. It's served up a little bit, you know, because you're not gonna add ice to it. And sure. So the glass would typically be chilled too, so that it helps keep the drink cool. I like. I did like the texture. Uh, the I liked the flavor. I'm not too often a sour's guy, mm-hmm. but I like. I would definitely, I would take this as a four, solid four. This makes me long for hot days. This, I want this on a hot day. Yeah, definitely. I like Old fashioned makes me feel like, it's fucking winter out, I'm going to sit by a fire and drink an old fashioned. Yep. This one is like, woo, we're going to go to the, I was going to say beach, but fuck that, a patio at a bar. <laughs> and we're going to drink these. You got very excited right I'm there. very excited. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Appreciate it, Travis. Jade? I'm going to say a 4.5. Right up there with the old-fashioned. I honestly maybe should have started the old, like, my whole scale back a half step. Um, it, it, Like I said, it made me hungry. Like, it made me think of breakfast. It might be a psychological thing with the egg, but then you've got the orange. Uh, I would rather have this than... Like, uh, bloody. I don't. I don't really like bloodies. You know. I would rather have this to start my day off, even than a mimosa. If I'm really wanting to get rowdy in the morning. But... Start your morning with bourbon. <laughs> hey. Rowdy. Rowdy in the morning with mimosas. <laughs> Let's you know. <laughs> you don't get rowdy off a mimosa. But if I'm ready, if I'm ready to start my day off, it's summer vacay. I'm gonna go out camping. I'm gonna go out be on a lake all day. I might start here. I know Chris kind of yeah. got rowdy off of some mimosas. <laughs> I was ready to pick a fight with a pixie. <laughs> Pixie. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. 4.5. Kev? 4 I liked it a little bit more than the Manhattan. And Chris kind of touched on a thing. I, I don't recall specifically what <laughs> you, you know said. What, you don't know he what I touched on? Uh, but it wasn't me, unfortunately. Uh. No, uh, an old-fashioned is like sitting at home in a study during the winter, candlelit, 
reading war novels. <laughs> this is a little bit more like reading R.L. Stein at an amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> that makes I, lo- sense. I love the I love idea of both of them, but that's a Chris quote. What? No. No. No, I said that, but oh. he, he was talking about, like, oh, and this compares to this, and it had books goosebumps. involved. So I brought goosebumps into it. I was going to say, that's way too highbrow for Chris. There's no way that's a Chris. Why, thank you. So, yes, it is a 4.0 from me, and there's uh, there's your literature joke for the day. <coughs> All right. Do you know what I haven't got from you yet in this podcast, Chef? Uh, I would com- Which thing? A fucking food pairing. Duck. Hmm. Doc with everything bourbon, baby. Why are you laughing? Oh, Ernie's doing Ernie. sight oh, gags oh, over here. <laughs> That's what was coming at you. I get, got you. get him a horn. <laughs> All right, we used what, to what do, do uh, the, uh, tornado drills back in the day. Duck. Yep. What do we got for the uh, final number there? The bigger? average comes out to uh, 3.86. 3.86. A little above the Manhattans. It's rookie nice. numbers. Also, I want to throw a shout out there to a real breakfast shot. It's uh, Jameson Butterscotch Schnapp Schnapps. Orange oh. juice. <laughs> orange juice is a chaser. That drink With bacon. is so crazy. And it can have a piece of bacon on it. It it's is awesome. one of it's, my favorite things ever. It's, it's so great. When Side Street was an actual Do you place. not like it? No, I Wait, I love what? it. It's, it's yeah, incredible how shot. it tastes exactly like <laughs> breakfast. Oh, I Just that, like so breakfast. That excessive. Like, I think I would need a real... Where can I go to get a real breakfast shot then? Side, Side Street. Street. Do they still make them correctly, though? So it's... They, we're going to Side Street when we leave here Something is what like you're telling me. Because they're bad now. Because you can get them anywhere yes. that but has booze, but Duff's makes it easy. The one. best way is with the bacon. Mm-hmm. If you don't get bacon as a garnish yep. on that, then you, you know just whatever. Cheating yourself, Pish whatever. Posh. Get no, it with no, us. No. That's you get what's the bacon. got me. How I've high had brow breakfast is that? shots. Would you shut the fuck up and understand that garnishes are important? I'm so but I want that bacon. I, I can't because <laughs> he your, wasn't telling your me to shut the fuck still up. Still so high. All right, guys. We know you love bacon. This this yeah. this last you don't drink like we got bacon, here. Kevin? I love bacon. We all. I just love bacon. Kevin bacon. It's, it's, it, guys, it, this goes guys. back to the all Caesar right. thing. I just hate garnish. I hate garnish. That's all right. it. All right. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> shut up. All right. Chris, Chris, what's our I next beverage? You should know that that's an that. inner drinking game amongst us. Like, can we get him in the face? His own he... face with the microphone. That's why Nos I'm drinking. Just everybody took takes that a drink. And pounded his forehead as if he was hitting his head against a wall. It's the second time. Against the microphone. That is that sound. That's what that sound is. What's our next drink? Christopher. So we're going to do a little winter whiskey cider that I like to make in the winter. It's really simple. You basically are just throwing some bourbon and some bitters into a hot apple cider. and Spicing it up with the nice creamy vanilla and caramel flavors of the bourbon and the... Bitters. Hell yeah. So we should take a quick break because that stuff's cooking. Yep. It's getting hot. Yep, it's warm in the upstairs. Kitchen. So we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and come back with this drink. Sponsored by Von Hansen Spreads. And Spreadsons. Ryan will yell at it. Welcome back from our break. And we now have the uh, winter 
whiskey cider. There it is. Yeah, and it pretty much that's exactly what it is. It's just a pressed apple cider. I, I like to use the pressed apple cider because I think it's it's got less of the sugars in it. Usually doesn't have the corn syrup added and all that kind of garbage. Fresh pressed, um, yep. And then two ounces of bourbon and a couple dashes of bitters. In this case, we used the traditional Angostura, and then we also used an orange Angostura that you have here because I find orange and apple kind of go together well, and the orange kind of brightens it mm -hmm. up a little bit. And you're basically just adding spice to the cider with the bitters instead. If you've got a cinnamon stick at home, you can use that to stir it up, and if you don't, you don't. And we didn't because I suck. <laughs> yeah, family fair. Shit happens. Sucked. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at you like, oh, is he going to say something? If not, I'm not going to say something. All right. Well, this, this here's is, the cider. This is goddamn delicious. I, and Travis knows this very well, I love hot drinks in winter. Love them. Oh, man. We just went, we just oh. watched a couple of Marx Brothers movies the other night, sat around and drank hot toddies, so... This is really good. It's a very easy way to consume your whiskey and warm yourself up yep. from within. Mm, yeah. Yep. And for anybody who, wow. like, it's, if you're ever considering, you know, like, maybe I'm going to pick up skiing, do it for the hot drinks alone. <laughs> Use, like, go, go to. He's a heavy endorser of this. Go to Spirit Mountain in Duluth. It's, there's some great runs, but they have a fantastic chalet. You can. Go down the hill a lot. It's it's a great time. Oh, then you get God. dropped off. You ski down to the chalet. You have yourself some hot toddies. Or you have yourselves some some uh, uh, old like Irish Irish whiskey, Irish coffee, Irish coffee and stuff. there. But uh, no, it's great. This is, this is like one of my favorites actually. So uh, mm. the thing that I like about using bourbon in this cider is that it it gives that caramel and vanilla, so you almost get like a caramel apple kind of flavor out of it. Hey, speaking uh, of right. what was yeah. the recipe for this the this certain uh, God, six ounces of hot cider, two ounces of bourbon, and a couple of dashes of bitters? No shit, this is basically a third booze. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> this is almost as good as hot vodka tang, dude. Oh, <laughs> I love what? Is that your oh. new band? <laughs> it's a ska band, and they only cover Sugar Ray songs. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love this band already. Hot, hot <laughs> oh my god, the imagery writes itself, really. Yeah, pretty much. No, I fucking wrote that. I, I, uh, hot vodka tang. Huh? So this would literally be awesome on a cool fall evening in front of a bonfire. Yeah, Where it's cold outside, and this will just keep you warm enough, but it's not, like, super, super cold. I want to drink several more of these right I, now. Yeah. I, would, I would drink this with the sun beating down on me. I, See, I would sit in a window, curled up in a couch with a book, and just drink this and forget about you the book. You have couches and windows. You forget about bit. the book. I was about to ask what book it would be. Um, How could you possibly have time to read Stephen a book King with book. the 17 cats you have to take care of? I have two. There are two. Uh, see? But they're fast. You're well on your and way. And a dog and a gecko. Can you save 15% on your uh, insurance? No, he's not the Geico gecko. Oh, he's okay. a leopard gecko. All right. I did name him Bilbo Baggins, though. So that's weird. It's um, a weird name for a gecko. It is kind of a weird. Name I went for a to gecko. Uh, okay, so I inherited him. I went to change his bedding, and he got feisty with me, and I said, "Bilbo Baggins, 
I'm not trying to rob you. I'm trying to help you. I just want to hear the the <laughs> Leonard Nimoy Bilbo Bilbo Baggins. Have you guys heard that? Oh, that yeah. fucking song, Leonard Nimoy. It's it's yeah. fantastic. It's everybody should look it up and watch Bilbo. It's Bilbo Baggins, Leonard Nimoy. All right. <laughs> That's some YouTube suggestions for you guys out there. <laughs> anyway, that's what we're here for. Or no, we're not. We're here for this bourbon drink. Yes. Yeah. So see, I I would only really enjoy this basically this time of the year. Cold in the summer. I couldn't see myself drinking this well, in the see, summer. Well, luckily we live in North Dakota where this time of the year is most of it. Ten months <laughs> out of the year. Yep. I do make a version of this in the summer where basically you don't heat up the cider and you just shake it up with ice and it's just a <laughs> cool chill. So you actually I know what we're doing. So six months from now we know what we're doing. So you shake this with the bourbon. You because don't of stir the juice. this one? Yeah. Okay. Because of the juice. So why? Why because of the juice? What does that mean? Why? What does that well, matter? Typically, especially if you're going to use a fresh juice, you want the juice to get aerated more than you don't want the whiskey to get aerated in that situation. Okay. It's going to add some body to the drink. It's going to bring the juice to life. So, like, do you it's shake it super hard then, or do you just kind of lightly shake this? Just enough then? to chill, mainly. Okay. You know. And when you, you oxygenate it a little bit, especially with... Like you said, a fresh pressed, it's going to bring out that flavor more because there's oxygen, you know, that can coat your tongue more. Well, I know with vodka, you know, and citrus, you shake that, you aggressively shake for a long time to open that stuff up. So is it still an aggressive shake or just kind of? I probably wouldn't just because of the whiskey and I just don't like to bruise the whiskey. (laughs) I'd be just mainly shaking it to, to dilute it a little bit. So, so that it's is easier it to drink in the similar, summer, and then also would it be similar, same or thing. higher or lower than how you would shake a Polaroid picture? <laughs> God damn it! Now I'm gonna have that don't, song in my don't head. Don't spit this out, Kev. He's laughing. I've, I've you already, almost. I've already spilt enough. Is there more of that apple cider that's still sort of warm? It's upstairs on the stove. There might be some upstairs, yeah. And that's a great easy thing about this is, I mean, you can just batch it all the way up. I use two ounces for six ounces of cider. You could, if you want a smaller drink, you could add one ounce for three ounces of cider. Or if you want to do a big carafe full of it and plug it in and let it sit there all day long, you know. Wait, you haven't answered my question yet, though. Oh. (laughs) Like when you're shaking it. How hard do you shake it? I thought you were being ironic. I was. <laughs> but now I want to the fucking answer. I thought he was jerking I, I off I would a say just, just mainly shake it to dilute a little bit and to chill it. And I wouldn't go for a full-on aggressive like minute-long shake on it or anything like that. Gotcha. That's for all the science nerds out there. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. It was a joke, but I really want to know the answer after I told the joke. I thought you just Damn wanted it. to implant that terrible earworm. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, what do you think of this one? Um, it's the five. This is the five for me. Sorry, I was far away. Yeah, it's the five for me. It, I knew it would be too. This, this yeah. I I love hot drinks. I'm I'm with Chris, but uh, yeah, yeah. That, didn't you guys drive that whole you and you three you and Andrea drive that whole hot drinks episode that we had? Oh, Kinda. back in the old days. Yeah, mm. I you, you you would have to tell me. You'd have to. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about episode uh, number six. Six. Yes. Yep. Hot drinks. Hot drinks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh, real, real quick. Slippery episode. Saw, Tom and Jerry's saw, one. Saw Andrea a couple weeks ago. They at uh, proof they had a. Uh, she still it. have hands. She was doing. Yeah, that's good. 
Congratulations, Andy, for having hands. She has she has dry skin. You're afraid it's gonna get get your hands. I don't want her dry skin. But Proof had an event where that she actually taught you how to make some drinks. So she showed us how to make her Tom and Jerry batter and a few different other cocktails. That's one that she brought for the podcast, right? Yeah, man, that was awesome. It was totally awesome. That that drink won the episode. Yeah, she loves she loves those Tom and Jerry's for sure. I'm I tried it with Akavit for the first time because that's what, that was her suggestion. She likes Yum. Akavit. I do too. And, uh, that can't the, be proper pronunciation, is it? Yeah. Yes. Akavit. Yeah. Akavit. Dude, I know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I'm thin. Sometimes. It's good. I'm a paid professional. Who's paid? Something else. Sponsored by... Sponsored by uh, Ryan Woodfall at the moment. Yeah. Oh, hey. Shout anyway, out to anyway, Ryan. Sponsor, anyway, no, I dig this shit out of this. Anyway. I do too. You wanna it's you wanna throw numbers? I then? almost feel like Travis, I wanna uh, have it really, really hot and add honey to it if I'm not feeling good. But then I feel like it might be a little too sweet because it already is sweet. But you know I like honey, and I'm like I could see ha- adding just a little bit of honey that, to that if it was warmer and just you know like instead of you a just tea. went in snow blowed. Yep. Ten inches of snow. You're trying to clear like your throat from so all that raw zero degrees outside, and that would be is awesome. Is drop a honey flavored cough drop into it? <laughs> oh, like a halls or a the honey one. If you're looking for Ricola. the honey flavor, I drop a, I drop the lemon halls into hot tea, and it helps. So, as well as with a hot toddy, if you drop whatever flavor of cough drop in, you're also getting kind of that. Like you, it opens up your everything, yep. so yeah. if that it also sense. would take away some of that sweetness for you. So find a honey cough drop. If you're not well, feeling well, which is why you brought it up, honey cough drop into it. Let it dissolve, stir it up well. I would add a little sugar back into it to hide that that like Clinical. medicine taste. Yeah. But if you're looking to dilute the sweetness, it would be perfect. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to say this is it. I'm going to give it a 5. Savage. I want it. Ooh, I two fives in a row. I wrote down I I, his I don't think recipe. it's going to be the last like, one I wrote, either. I wrote the the conversion down for the the 7 ounces and the 2 ounces and the bitters and the fresh pressed. I I'm going to make this again. Well, it's pretty easy to do. That's the thing that's real nice about it. I mean, I literally just drop two ounces in the bottom of a glass, a couple dashes of bitters, and then fill the glass with cider. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that again. I'm going to learn how to make this myself right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I think they said there's still some left upstairs. All right. Who who went first with the numbers? Okay. So it's chef's turn. Five. And you were right when you said it might not be the last one. That's also a five for me. I, d- I don't know what it is. Uh, this seems like a great way to crush a bottle. An irresponsible <laughs> way to crush a yeah. bottle. Yeah. <laughs> but when I first smelt it, I will say it smells like hot asparagus piss. Yeah, don't and, breathe it in. And it t- and it tastes like Canadian lumberjack Mountie dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Would recommend. Is that made by Celestial I really want evenings? you to keep this analogy game going, man. <laughs> Just make it He's fucking, fucking awesome weird. It. It's He's the awesome dint- it. So it's like the dinty more beef stew. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's nice and dense. It makes me feel did happy you know, on the inside. Did you know Dinty Moore is the beer of meals? <laughs> uh, 
I believe you when you say yeah. it. Anyway, carry on my way. Right. As much as Miller Lite is the champagne of beer. Um, you know, Miller I'm Heisen. actually gonna I'm gonna rate this one a four point five. This is really fucking up there. I really dig this. This is my first one of this kind. Of, not my first hot drink. Um, but yeah, I fucking dig it. As it cools down, it's not as satisfying. Exactly. Nope. That's why I said it's bigger. Hot. Um, I was going to give it a four, but actually I'm going to give it a 4.5 because I think I would like the old fashions all year round. And these only, and the, uh, winter cider, whiskey cider. He talked about making it chilled though. Right. Well, that's what I said. Well, I haven't had okay. it chilled. All right. Fair. So this particular one, um, but I think I would like it so much during the time I've had it. During the cold months, which is most of the time, it makes it worth uh, adding the 0.5. So I gave it a 4.5. Yep. Yep. I ditto. Four and a half for me. I, it's awesome. Well, five. I lied to you. Woo! He change your numbers. lied. Because <laughs> all, almost all hot drinks are perfect. So, Ryan, Almost. all your money is yeah. going Tell to that to Pompeii. Sorry. Okay. Uh, volcano no, jokes. I, just, <laughs> hey. just digging a lot. And, and Buffalo Trace is good. No With a shitty nuts. whiskey, this is probably not a great drink because there's so little to it. Yeah, that's very true. Mm. Um, it's, it's a really good way to use a great product like Buffalo Trace that's going to add what it adds, which is it's known for a little bit of spice, but mostly caramel and vanilla flavors yeah. and pairs really well with the apple juice and yeah it's solid for me it's about 4.5 great catch on that it's awesome what's the what's the final on that one buddy 4.78 hmm. there's our whisk, whiskey quote for you people say that uh beer is whiskey that hasn't grown up yet <laughs> oh that's actually cute it's true it's true too though whiskey starts out as beer so what's the winner for today out of those four now i'm gonna name my child beer and name my it is the uh, Winty Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> you got none of them right. <laughs> it's not Winty. Hey, Buffet. Well, that's a little breezy outside. Are we in Chicago? Oh, it's. Randy Newman's in the house. <laughs> oh. Winter Whiskey <laughs> Cider. At uh, 4.78. Nice. Well, so, shit. It was well, awesome. congratulations to the episode, guys. We hope you learned a lot. Um. Hope you uh, want to go out there and try some of these beverages. Make them at home by yourself because it's really easy. Yeah, we told you how to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? We have a, a couple of uh, bourbons here to sample. Why don't we sample some? Yeah, luckily, uh, oh, earlier this week, oh, or yeah. was it last week, last Travis week. brought over the Jeez. Eagle Rare. And he goes, this has to stay here because if it stays at my place, it'll be drained. What's the rarest eagle in the world? Bald? The, the, uh, a harpy. Harpy eagle. Knox. No, you're not going to look that up. You look up every other Where dumb fucking thing we bring busy up. Busy I'm busy handing out glasses. Fine, I'll look it up. Keep, keep with the no, content. No, Siri's already looking. Um, the, the Philippine eagle. eagle. Thank you. That's what I said. Yeah, yes. Do you have a top five list? Not right now, man. I clicked a link. I Give me a minute. That link only had one Let's just eagle. in on your week of eagles. <laughs> so interesting story about this bourbon. This bourbon is actually the exact same mash bill and the exact same distillery as the buffalo trace so it just really yep oh 
super cool. So what 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 would the differences be then? Uh, age mainly. Um, God. So that's going to be aged a little bit longer. It used to be called Eagle Rare Ten because they were all aged ten years, and now they're doing a blend, and it might not be ten years. So it's somewhere between usually eight to ten years of age. Okay, interesting. Whereas and then the Buffalo, the Buffalo Trace. Trace I, I believe they cranked that out after seven years. I received the bottle huh. on my last birthday just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Shout um, out to Nani and So then Jamie. we should probably take the Buffalo Trace as a shot first? Not necessarily. Um, I actually... Mad dogging. Okay, start with, the, start with the old kids. Work down to the young kid. And this is actually the same distillery that does the legendary Happy Van Winkle... Not your age. The fucking pappy. I don't yeah. want this okay. much. I really don't want this giggled. much of a shot. Okay, I'm, I'm, just, I'm okay. just Don't giggling. take it all, man. That's okay. I'm not gonna. This is take what? it all. So if you want to dump some in, yeah, I got the I got the baby shot. I'm really Ryan, happy Ryan that I did. Can yes. hardly ever take it all. Okay, this is which one, Jesus. Chris? This is this one's eagle, eagle rare. rare? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. Shitty eagle joke. Got it. Smells hot. Ooh, yeah, that's aggressive. That's spicy. Aged ten years. Oh, that one does whole, still like, say ten years on, on the, back? the back of the bottle. Okay. I had heard they were switching to. They took the age statement off the front of the bottle. It used to say Eagle Rare Ten on it. And usually when they do that, it's because they're gonna not make it a ten year anymore and make it a blend. Should taste like plywood. Hey Chris, can you toss me a cube? I'm out. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think it burns that I don't think it burns bad okay, but The wood note on it is super drying If you drop an ice cube in there I'll, oh, I'll yeah, actually, What's the alcohol bitch. percentage on that one? Is yeah, that, we should have done that I just smells like a chocolate like 200% 45% so 45% that's that's not not even it smells The same like, as Buffalo Trace That's yep. not bad I don't think it's terrible It, it just It just It's maybe a little more copy Copper-ish. What did we say, Jade? You must be publicly shamed. Um, my oh, phone is stuff. on silent. I apparently had an alarm set for six thirty. Nope. Hmm. Time Sorry. to get up and be late for the podcast. I've been working. <laughs> I've been Good working thing we didn't start in a club. So okay. Oh yeah. Eh, whatever. So what do you, what do you guys' uh, thoughts about this one? Um, initially, yeah, this is really hot, dry one. It is dry as shit. Um, that's a, that's my big note. I like it more than Jack Daniels because Jack Daniels is just fucking straight sugar for me. There's nothing impressive about it. This I at least get deep notes of the barrel and what they were trying to condition and do. So I give them ups for that. I get uh, oak. Uh, I get caramel and I get toffee. Like um, mm. like. English toffee, but po- possibly burnt English toffee. Yeah, I get kind of more of the burnt toffee because it's so dry. Yeah, it's too dry for me. Like after I take a sip, it's okay. The aftertaste is actually phenomenal, but actually sipping it, it's just it kicks you right in the face. I don't look. The fucking legs go all the way up the glass too. Oh, this is some yeah. oily yeah, shit. I love the mouthfeel on this. Yeah, I, I can't. All I would the way not up the glass. take it as a shot in a drink. Probably. Let's well, put shot, ice cubes in, and I gotta sip on it for a little bit. I ain't sipping on that. I am not <laughs> sipping. On not a fan, it huh? makes a huge difference, though. It really does. 
However, I still do not want Just to not sip on do it. it. Oh, that's what's in front of me? No, ma'am. <laughs> Probably so, not. Maybe. I snuck the rest Hang of on. my sample right into Kevin's <laughs> area over here. Just kind of left it there. That's so much better. Yeah, it's chilled a little bit so with that much cube. better. It's... It's Just a lot better, the, but it's dropping still dropping the ABV down better. to about 38.5 level. It, it tastes yeah. way more like corn husky and and lighter on the tongue. It's it's totally different. Yeah, it's one that definitely usually I open up with some water or some let it sit with an ice cube for a little while. After Chris introduced me to ice cubes in my bourbon whiskey, it's, it's, like not just ice cubes in general. Like, these yeah. are ice cubes. What? What? Okay, what? hang on for a second. This is what your country has. <laughs> are we, so you say with an ice cube, but are we thinking an ice cube or is it the fact that it's chilled? Is it a rocks kind of thing? Like a actual, a stones kind of thing? Or is it because of the ice cube? It's I, both. Yeah, I would say it's probably more the actual dilution of it. Yeah. It kind of opens it up a little bit more. That's what oh. I thought. Well, plus... Like, okay, so a lot of times when I drink whiskey or scotch, I tend to drink um, just with water a lot. Oh, I don't often use ice, but some sometimes things are, are very... Bullshit. Right? No, I usually he use water. He doesn't have time to wait for the water to freeze. Yeah, no, usually I use water, but on some things when, they're, oh. when, they, when they come off really hot, or, uh, really ethanol-y, I'll What's pour this? them over... Ice, uh, so it starts to dilute trees. right away and stuff, yeah. and stir it up because I, I I need those types of whiskeys a little cooler. I th- you know, that helps. Uh, since I knew this was going to come up, I actually already had some of the Buffalo Trace with some ice in it. We know you oh, talked about it. Look at it. you. So can I have an ice cube? I, I just think know the Buffalo doing. Trace to me was a little smoother. Um, the Eagle Rare. Is has is a little more spicy burn to it, like a bourbon burn. So <laughs> that's my. I've always thought that about Eagle Rare too. Yeah, and it's always kind of surprised right me because you stop right there. Because it sits in the barrel for at least three years more, and typically that's supposed to kind of take the edge off and round it out a little bit more. But to me, Eagle Rare always seems pretty sharp right out of the bottle. I would yeah. agree. But yeah. it's bursting with flavor that you really get when you add yeah. that water to it. <laughs> it oh, yeah, the sharpness is what killed it Woody. for me. Like, I feel... Though, like, after that aftertaste, I want, but... So, you've been to whiskey tastings where they actually give you eyedroppers of water, right, Chris? Yeah. So, I always get confused when they say just a couple drops of water because, to me, that doesn't do enough... Looking, right. Um, if I pour two ounces of whiskey, I put like almost a half an ounce of water in some of them. Yeah, like, I mean, it depends. Like, like again, it depends on the whiskey. If you're oh, talking about like a other. barrel strength, okay. no, I was 125 proof, so like boogers. Yeah, you know, freaking holy shit. You're so gonna what I'm You're then you are trying to dilute it more than just open it up because there's there's a certain amount of. ABV where your tongue almost kind of numbs and re- yeah. recoils and you're not really getting all the flavors in because you're kind of tightening up, you know? And right. sometimes when you add water to you get more of the aromatics <laughs> off there. It opens up, opens up the nose a bit more. And can, the granted, the oak kind of disappears a little bit with the water, but it also opens up a lot more flavor on the tongue as far as like the, the candy, like the toffee, the chocolate, stuff like that. That's why I like putting ice cubes in mine. 
This one's Buffalo Trace. I remember just having. The yeah. second one is the Buffalo Trace. What you just had was the Eagle. Yeah, well, yes. this one is the Eagle. Yeah, so, the... now this is the Buffalo Trace, which is weird. Is it the Buffalo Trace is darker? Yeah, that kind of surprises me too, because apparently the Eagle Rare sat in the barrels for three years longer. But Same I, is I, this a I, case I actually... of whiskey turning black? No, because <laughs> that's not black at all. It's a little like, darker. You can see through that. I thought the Eagle Rare was like more of the copper color. Copper. As I thought it was lighter the last honey, time I was here. I'll like, be honest. Hmm. But you know, I don't. Again, know. the legs I didn't touch on it. this it stayed down here the are, whole time. The legs on this are also oily as fuck. Outstanding. Yep. That's some Giselle bunching shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Swedish stripper. Pretty much like close. <laughs> it's Tom Brady's wife, so hey, pretty. Is that's a real thing. Oh, come yes. On. yes. It is. Oh, no, I no, feel she's like a, a stupid. She's, she's, like, she's uh, a supermodel. She's a she's German. That's a real name. Giselle Gisela Bunchen. Yeah. She's super hot. She's gorgeous. Yes. Mm. And she's actually a fucking cool. Chick she probably too. makes more money than that asshole does. That piece of shit. Fuck <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bring, get political. Football! Yeah, yeah, that's, right? that's my bit for the day. I'm done. Sports! Who <laughs> yeah. pucks? But anyways, <laughs> this shit is punchy as fuck. Yeah. I like this stuff. It hits me on the tongue like for two seconds, and then it just mellows. And it, I yeah. like that. Why do I think it's roastier? Because it, it might be. You might be correct. You are, you are definitely Did you correct. want us to tell us you're wrong? Because you're fucking wrong! Well, and the thing but about this right. one, too, is it's a... This is an actual single barrel select. So a lot of the stores in Fargo that carry this product, the only way they can get it is to buy an entire barrel at a time. And so they send you like Jesus. sample bottles. No it's actually shit. really fun. I've, I've got to pick out three different barrels myself. And they send you like three different sample bottles and you try them and then you decide which of those you like. And then they bottle up the entire barrel full and then send you the barrel as well. You so, buy wow. barrels of whiskey? I did when I was at the liquor store, yeah. I mean... I want a sponsorship for the podcast like that. Yeah, so that's <laughs> the kind of... The, <laughs> so you're getting a single barrel expression where there's really ge genuinely no other whiskey in the world like it because you bought right. the entire barrel of it. That's fucking badass. Alright, let's throw some numbers on this one. Are we going to... Well, we, we didn't throw we numbers did, at the last we one. We didn't... Um, the Eagle Rare. Let's do yeah. them both then. Okay. Mm. Uh, I'm oh. going to give up a... Let's go first with the Eagle Rare, the, the light one, right? The Eagle Rare uh, with the t uh, burnt toffee and caramel flavor. A little bit of vanilla, too. Lots of oak. Well, who's starting this Damn shit it. show? Well, we, well, we've got Bullet here. Should we just drink this one, too, and then rate them all three? <laughs> I mean... You, sir, are no nope. wise man. What? That seemed pretty smart. No. We'll save that one for later. Why is it on the table? Because that's for later. Okay. Because you wanted to. <sighs> All right. I'll so start wait, out. Uh, for, a, no for a sipping bourbon. Yeah, I got you which on one? that one. Eagle Rare. Those spin doctors, right? I'm going to go uh, uh, four on that one. I really like the, those toffee notes. I was pretty impressed by that. And then for the Buffalo Trace, uh, same score, actually, but for different reasons. That was the Eagle run, okay. Kevin. Eagle rare. Rare. Yeah, not, not, a, not a 
subdiversion. Not a part of Fargo. It's not Eagle Run. <laughs> I fucked up, and then I felt like it's like yell. That'll work. You're good. <laughs> That's every He's one tried of my. To ask me a question <laughs> off air fails. without writing yeah. it Elevate down. Your the confusion so pleases me greatly to watch it happen. I'm not confused. Attorney. You look pretty confused. I dropped my pen. What do you got, big guy? What do you got for numbers? All right, I gave uh, Eagle Run. I mean, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> rare. Eagle Rare, uh, three five, and uh, Buffalo Tracy. Um, I'm sorry, the <laughs> Buffalo Jesus. Trace uh, four. Okay. I thought it was a smoother uh, bourbon, okay. in my opinion. If I ever had a daughter, I'd name her Buffalo Alice, just because of the sign when you're driving towards Bismarck. <laughs> there's a 19 Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Alice. There's a 1979 band out of Jamestown in Fargo called Buffalo Alice. Fun fact. John Lang and his brother and some other people. No shit. Johnny Lang? Wow. The John no, 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 no. Different people. Johnny? Different people. Oh, never no, no, no. Mind. John, John, John Lang, th- that I know, he passed away a few years ago. Bass player, incredible bass player. Uh, moving on. Okay. So the Eagle Rare? Eagle Rare. What are you going to numerate that one? Um, I don't know. It was pretty good. A little astringent. Nah, not my favorite bourbon. I'm going to go three. Three. And the... And the... Uh, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Trace Atkins. <laughs> Was a little better. So a little bit better than what I just said. 3.25. Right. 3.5. 3.5. Mr. Larson. Mr. Larson. Um, the Eagle Rare first, I would go a three on that one. It's not one of my favorite ones. I've always kind of thought it was a little bit too sharp. Um, but for, for how low alcohol it is, like usually I expect higher alcohol ones to be that sharp. Right. Not. It tastes like it's seven a 75% alcohol. Yeah. I mean, it tastes like a big boy. Um, but it, yeah, it's got a lot of flavor. It tastes like a big boy. It's got a lot of flavor that opens up with the water, which is nice. But uh, the Buffalo Trace, I I always have to give that a 4.5. It's probably, in my opinion, one of the best whiskeys out there, especially for $25 or less. Nice. Gilby, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Iron Eagle with Lewis Gossett Jr. <laughs> Uh, yes. It's it's a lot like uh, the, knowing that they come out of like the same the place. It's it they, they both occupy the same half pipe, and Iron Eagle is like when you roll in. But then, but then Buffalo Springfield, for what it's worth, there's something happening here, and it's a smoother ride. You know, like the Buffalo Springfield, like, like he fucking always, knows how to. He, he does the rail slides. It. He does the, the bully, the double backflip ollie with the lazy goosey. And he fucking ollies into that half. And he right? lands it. He lands what? it. Bodacious, bruh. So like the Iron Eagle, three point five. Buffalo Springfield, four point five. <laughs> Boom. I'm, I'm not the one today. For what? I'm not word. the one Do you who is gleam the cube? dying <laughs> yeah. and took oh. it right. Chris over there cannot keep his 
anything not... together. His there face was so many, many, there were so many good references. It wasn't me this time. Everybody All right, Jay, but now it is you. For what it's um, worth, the so the eagle rare was it was too sharp for me. It was I I don't I'll, I'll give it a three. Um, the buffalo trace was a lot warmer. It was easier to to take and sip and appreciate those warm notes without geeking out for a second after taking too bitter of a shot. So I'm going to give that a four. Excellent. Chef. The Eagle's a three. I think it's uh, pretty pretty down the middle. I don't find anything terribly unique about it. The Buffalo Trace for me is a 4.0. I found it punchy, interesting, and then it fell off fast enough where I didn't have to sit and battle with my tongue for my shit being on fire. I loved it. That's what she said. Apparently so, because there was a high five. We gave it the same numbers. I'm not upset. Yeah, we. I think we've done that the whole episode, actually. Actually, a lot, yeah. You're you're another Chris. We can't was, have another Chris. I was going to say, is she I'm your sorry, newbie? I, I was like, Chris I and leave? I, always. Uh, I, I can go. It knocks. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, you can watch. There's a couple price points on this one. <laughs> um I googled Eagle Rare price and it's currently inside about thirty four ninety nine versus Buffalo Trace, the same one. The green one. Oh, you got the good one, didn't you? No, that's a uh, usually twenty. <laughs> no, nope, well, the shitty yes, one. You're not actually, my friends. Yes. Twenty three ninety. It's not part <laughs> no, of their no, antique collection or anything crazy like that. Okay. It's a green oh yeah, here it is. Twenty nine ninety nine. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Yeah, in in this market you can find it for Twenty three ninety nine or twenty five ninety nine usually because people buy the whole barrel so they get a big discount on it. So sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes price is not always a factor on how good shit is. We learn that with champagne as well. Yeah, I will have no talk and smack about that champagne episode. I left like like. Drunk as like an eighth grader. Chris and I were goofy. As <laughs> shit, you guys man. were so fucking giggly. It was retarded. <laughs> it was, rid- it was ridiculous. I mean, I mean, <laughs> silly. It was silly. No, it was great. Yeah. Uh, right. So, well, uh, would you like to hear the average numbers yes, for let's the see what two they got. Let's see what so they got. So the eagle oh, rare. You wanted to say the eagle rare it, uh, was uh, three point two nine, and the buffalo trace four point zero seven. Nice. Right. Chris, where can we find you at? Mr. Christopher Larson. Oh, where can we find me at? Yes, if you want to oh, promote right now, yourself. You're right there. What do you got? You're... I got nothing for nothing. Um, I've got social media. Where do you, where do you, where do you make media. those drinks at? Yeah, I, don't, I make the drinks in my home for now. Oh, well, I <laughs> uh, feel So what's privileged. the address? Yeah, but I do from time to time write for the High Plains Reader, um, and I'll write a beverage column from, for them from time to time. And I think we're getting ready to start up with a cocktail challenge, which I judge every year uh, for the High Plains Reader, and that'll be starting this. We usually do it in the winter, and we'll go around to all the different establishments that mix up some great cocktails and put our two cents in and then they all battle in a giant event at the end of the season. Do you like Which donuts? Is always fun. Is it hand to hand or do they use weapons? Uh, bottle to bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Shakers and uh, jiggers are their weapons. And you can find out more information from the High Plains Reader at hprthenumber1.com uh, What is the do you know the the theme this year? 
We have not settled it on a theme okay. yet. Okay. And he wouldn't be able to tell us anyway. Yeah. Probably not. We, no. we typically don't pick a theme for the actual um, competition, the like cocktail challenge leading up to it. But the bartender's battle is always themed, and and that's always a fun time. Oh. Excellent. It's a lot of fun. I would I would definitely pick up tickets to that again. I've gone the last two years. It's fantastic. All right, Trev. Gilby, where can fi- people find you at? Uh, SanhavenChuckle.com, Jane Doe and the Johns, Maybe.com, uh, Totally Killer Podcast. Uh, uh, dot com? Maybe. <laughs> yes. Maybe. Um, yeah, so uh, be kind to one another, and that's all, really all I got. Thanks, Rock Gilby. on, dudes. All right, Jade? Um, Jade, Jade Foss at Facebook.com. Uh, also, I work for Powerplay DJ. We are partnered with... Um, we are partnered with Free Poker Network for all of your poker needs, online gaming. Uh, that was a really great beatboxing moment, and I, had to, I, I struggled to continue to talk over that. No, it was awesome. It. We um, know what you do in the middle of the night now. But Gross. Uh, if you're looking for wedding... Wedding DJ, we also do company parties, we do karaoke, we offer a lot of different things. Power Play DJ. All right. You can also hire the Totally Killer Podcast, a uh, beatbox. Apparently <laughs> 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 so. For those exact same fucking events. Oh, Who are you going to choose? Hat included. We no longer do brisses. <laughs> no. Not oh, since Jesus. the incident. Take your hats off. All right, Chelsea, what about you? Uh, mostly the same places as last time you could find me. In a ditch. <laughs> All right. Not in a ditch. He made it here. Chef? Crying. It's kind of a ditch. You can find me, uh, Kevin Palmy on Facebook, Tales from the KP on Twitter, uh, Kevin Palmy Comedy on IG, or you can probably find me... I don't know. I always say Valley News Live comment section. <laughs> <laughs> You've been slacking on that you're gonna one. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm generally around there poking at somebody in your family that's an asshole, so. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and you can find me and at uh, everything brews, booze, and reviews related. We're at, uh, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at brews, booze, and reviews at hotmail.com. We want to hear what episodes you want to hear. And if you can, please rate us as well. Um, if the higher you rate us, the more you rate us, the, hi- the higher we are in other people's uh, search for. And the, the higher exact we are, the funnier we get. What? So we have. How about you, bigger? What about me? Neighbor? Where can they? Where can they find you? We know. Slightly northwest of here. Right across the street. Dot pretty com. Mu- pretty much. Dot com. Com. <laughs> Maybe. Dot com. Slash org. <laughs> <laughs> well. All right. We like to end the podcast like we do every time with the saying. What do we say? May your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers! Cheers. Well, this has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at brewsboozeandreviews at hotmail.com. We here in the dungeon also want to give thanks to Todd Ruziska and Amy Klein from Beware the Vine for permission to use their song, Sex, Drugs, and Cabaret, off the album of the same name. If you like the song and want to hear more from Beware the Vine, or wish to buy any songs, you can go to cdbaby.com slash cd slash Beware the Vine and make your purchases there. We also want to give thanks to Ryan Dahl for his fantastic graphic design work in creating our logos. 
If you like this podcast and want to hear more, please rate and review our podcast. We appreciate the feedback we get from our listeners in helping us make better content for future episodes. On behalf of everyone at Brews, Booze, and Reviews, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers! Cheers.